I'm a Republican. Oh right! <laughs> yes. On most on most things. That is Thank God, the you most were... retarded thing you've ever said. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're gonna have to do this in another household. I can't have my walls poisoned with this vitriol. <laughs> Welcome to your football fantasy. All right, you turd burglars. Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. Yes, it is your football fantasy. We're back one more time. And that was a new voice that you all heard just there. That was Bullfrog, as promised. He's here to break down our running back rankings later in the show. Yeah, I'm uh, here. I, I, I went from... I know you can't see where my hand's at right now, but I went from here to here on the level of my respect for your opinion a couple of minutes ago, Bullfrog. We don't need to tell the people why. Oh but I, I don't I don't know that I trust anything you're going to say throughout this ranking episode or the next three weeks. So you're here for the next three weeks to break down your rankings. How excited are you to be here? I'm fucking thrilled. Appreciate you having me and looking forward to uh, bringing some credibility to the show. We're in, what is that supposed to mean? We are in dire need of credibility after your Derrick Henry take whiz. Don't don't pretend you don't know what he's talking about. We're going to bring more Derrick Henry talk today. It's going to be awesome. Oh, do we please get to talk more about Derrick Henry? I hope so. I Fucking great. Tra- Travis Henry? Tra- can we list? talk about Travis Henry too? <laughs> Who has more kids? Antonio Camargo <laughs> or Travis Henry? I'm pretty sure they each are going on like double digits for him. Yeah, 19 kids apiece? <laughs> I think so. Fine. Post vasectomy, yeah, I think. Come on. That's how. That's how much of a fucking man you are. If you can have a kid post vasectomy, exactly. that's impressive. That is a power, Shoot right through that's it. That's a fucking powerful load. You untie the knot. I don't know how a vasectomy works. I gotta be honest. I figure they tie a knot in your dick. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> is that wrong? He probably had enough inches that. Yeah, I got be- plenty of room. I got plenty of spare <laughs> room. You probably couldn't get a vasectomy then. Uh, I look, mean, they could fucking tie it now. You, you ever see these videos of the Indian guys like using their dick to like lift weights and shit? <laughs> they wrap it around like the the dumb. You ever see this? That's the way they stretch it out. That, I've, yes, I've right? been to India and they're all about five feet. I don't know if that's actually a real thing. I'm ta- I'll show you the video. Later. Google it. I'll show you the video later. Yeah. Uh, we got to start. So we have a lot to talk about today. We're going to talk about a lot of running backs. Before we get anywhere near the running backs, there's a shitload of news. Felt like it was a busy week. This week in football. Not just football, but we got a Triple Crown winner. Wiz, tell me about it. You're you're the horse guy here. Yeah, Justify. Go Justify. We had a whole family watching it. I had my daughter. She was all excited about Go Justify. He did it. By the way, you were wrong. This is the jockey's first time he actually got the Triple Crown. You are you sure? 100%. Uh, you want to make another bet live on the right? No. Like, I mean, you clearly look Baffert up. actually has won two he, with American Pharaoh. Mike Smith, the jockey. That's his name. Yeah, it's the first time you won. Victor Espinosa rode fucking American Pharaoh. Yeah, who won it before American Pharaoh? What horse? Seattle Slew. I think Mike Smith rode Seattle yeah, Slew. I think you're real fucking wrong on that one, Jackass. Double, double check. Are you a horse fan? Or horse race fan? No. Bullfrog. But I, I did read an article that stated that Jockey uh, pulled in 80 grand for winning that race. Is that all? That was it? That seems fucking like... That's all they won? He won, I think it was 10% of the cut, which was a million. If that fucking he horse gets like, to studded uh, out, it's like 25 million. He got 80 grand? He had load. to pay 20% on tax, and he, he pulled home. That's bullshit. So, well, if, now, if he won 80 grand for each of the three, 
in five weeks. That's a pretty good take. If that still, it. it feels like it feels like sizeism. <laughs> I feel like you're screwing him because he's small. Getting some sore balls and legs for a whole two minutes. Good entertainment for a very short period of time. Yeah, I suppose I've never done it. Very before. short, two minutes. Pure entertainment, buddy. Triple Crown. The the best part about that race, if you watched it, was when they came down the home stretch. And, like, every horse behind Justify looked like it was in black and white because there's so much, du- like, dirt and mud caked on their face. There was one clean horse in that race because he went pole to pole from, nice. from beginning yeah. to end in number one. It was kind of hilarious. Phenomenal animal. Phenomenal. I mean, it's a horse, dude. I mean... It, what a if sporting event. If if I could He might come, be the greatest athlete ever. If I could, <laughs> Wow. If I could come back in the next life as any animal, it would be a racehorse. Because, like, literally, you retire from racing after, what, maybe two years you if you're lucky? You just get jerked off 24-7? Yeah. You get jerked off, like, 12 times a day. That's great. I mean, come on. And each, forward, each load is worth a shitload of money. The only problem is they probably don't get to do the real deal because they're afraid of hurting. Yeah, no, but that's okay. Like, if I could get jerked off 12 times a day, I'm sure I don't need anything else. Yeah, well, would you really want some 50-year-old guy jerking off? Look, rough and dry, 12 times a day? There's no way it's rough and dry. They get that fancy bag. I'm sure it's nice and lubricated. As a middle-aged married man, I I don't get it ever. So, like, if you want to jerk me off 12 times a day, like, if you literally want to jerk me off 12 times a day, I wanted to get a massage today. I can't tell you how it ended, but, like, I'm okay with a dude. He's strong. Fair enough. God, he was strong. Got blisters? Those hands, bro. They were impressive. Uh, anyway, all right. So Triple Crown happened, whatever. Horse race, the horse won a race. There were some other things. How about the sweep of the NBA playoffs? Ooh, who gives a fuck? I feel like Bullfrog is an NBA fan. Nah, he plays I'm a basketball, basketball fan, but Not NBA, so much NBA. NBA's yeah. ruined. You put I'll the watch, same three teams in the I'll finals five, three years in a row. five, six minutes of the game and yeah. flip it over. That's a sweep. I mean, you know, it's fun to watch LeBron James lose... The best player that exists is always fun to watch them lose. And he gets real pissed off because his team's fucking terrible and he's carried them throughout our whole season. I like the memes from uh, LeBron oh. on the bench at game one, you know. So many memes. Oh, it's great. Yeah. A, he a, actually did a very good job. Yeah, he not good enough. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> very true. All right, that's the non-football news. There's some football news. David Johnson, we said last week that he missed some practice, thought it might be for an injury, but the coach wasn't saying. Turns out he just wants more money. Yeah, I don't blame him. He's pretty good. Pay the man. He hasn't held out officially yet, but he's on the verge of holding he's out. He's not going to hold out. He's going well, to be team, the next Le'Veon Bell. All the teams are coming out. The team's coming out and saying the team officials are that they're going to pay him. So he'll play. He's yeah, he'll play. I mean, he missed a whole year last Keep year. If he's up. a competitor, he's not going to miss any time. I, now. I guess that's questions. How many of those guys have actually held out? Not, not many. many. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon. Did he actually hold out? Yeah. Well, he held out what last year or two years during ago? during the preseason. Not through the season. Yeah, not through the season. Unfortunately, running back is one of the most uh, taken advantage of positions in, I think, probably the NFL, if not most of sports, right? These guys don't ever get paid because they don't last very long. Speaking of running backs, the New Orleans Saints went out shopping this past week. Tim Hightower, remember him? Timmy Hightower. Jamal Charles, Terrence West, all these guys came for a group workout with the Saints. They did ask DeMarco Murray to come out for that same group workout. And he reportedly said, no, thank you. I'd rather not work out with a group of guys. I want to just be the only one you're looking at. So he didn't even bother. He's not that good anymore. Also, he's not got a job. Like, right. I get that you're a millionaire, but fucking take some grace, dude. Well, if he's a millionaire, why does it matter anymore? Terrence West ended up being the guy out of that group that they signed. I don't know that. I mean, Terrence West had that one good year in Baltimore. The promise right? is a very short-term job here. you got four weeks to figure it out. 
no no concerns. Yeah. No None? So the so the yeah, the question is there right. Kamara was Kamara, Kamara. What do you say, Bullfrog? Kamara. Kamara was all set up in these first four weeks without Ingram. He was gonna you know, you had to assume he was gonna take the huge load of work. He likes loads. I was waiting for that. <laughs> is Terrence West gonna eat into that at all? No. He's gonna be the spell guy? Occasionally. They're not gonna use West. They're gonna use Kamara and until Ingram gets back and then gonna split carries again. Kamara's not gonna get twenty. He'll get He'll get 15, 18. Yeah, I'm not carries. sure 20 would be good for no. him. Andrew Luck threw a football. How's that? There was a video on Twitter of him throwing this ball. He threw it like six yards to a hey, big fat black coach. That's an improvement, man. Uh, it was a high school football, did I tell you? It doesn't matter. He threw the ball, They bitch. tried to pretend like it was a real football, but it was a high school football. And then and then somebody on the team said, oh, well, there was a private practice where he threw a real ball. It's fine. He's throwing. So he threw a ball, though. Are you? I kind of know what you think already. Bullfrog, do you think Luck's going to be back week one, and do you think he's going to play the whole season? No and no. You what? How long? Seriously? I don't, I don't think he's back week one. Tell me when you think he's ready to play. How? What can we, as as prospective fantasy owners, how many games do you think we can expect him to start? Oh, God. I am no medical doctor, but I'll give... I'll <laughs> you give look the, like a medical doctor. I'll give the over-under at 10. 10? Yeah, wow. 10. So does that mean that you think he's going to come back that late, or is he going to is he going to get hurt again? Yeah. Not he's gonna miss a couple games at the beginning of the season. Sure. I mean, if he's just throwing, that's concerned for taking hits and everything else. Just throwing a high school yeah. ball. I'm yeah, worried. but if he's, I'm the problem isn't is that he wasn't throwing the ball before. That was the problem. So if he's throwing the ball, I mean, you could make the same argument with Peyton Manning when he went off in Denver, right? When he got signed to Denver and he went off for forty-five touchdowns over fifty-four touchdowns, whatever the hell it was, you could make the same argument. He's throwing the ball. You could accept that Peyton Manning is is one of the greatest all-time quarterbacks. And, ever. and okay, well, well, Andrew Luck was drafted to be his replacement. That that's his job, right? Sure. Like he supposedly he supposedly has a talent. His job is getting the field. Wasn't he not very good when he was playing? I would recently I would, though. No, I would. Lamar Jackson. So you may remember, you may not remember. Before the draft, some teams were asking Lamar Jackson to, to uh, work out for them in other positions, and he got real, real pissed. He was drafted in the first round, and now in minicamp, the Ravens are putting Lamar Jackson all over the field, trying him out at every damn tight tight end. Probably because they realize that slot he's guy, not, running back. He's not going to be a quarterback. I think it's hilarious that they're moving him all over. Do you think they missed on that pick? Yeah, I think it was a bad pick. They traded up to get him at the end of the first round. Yeah. If, I mean, if they if they dedicated to using him at quarterback, he could probably end up putting up fantasy points as a quarterback, but I don't think he's at... I never thought he was going to be a good NFL quarterback. Right. I would agree with you. No, he's a gimmick player. Yeah. Terrell Pryor? He might be. A Terrell yeah. Pryor. Right. One year worth Probably doesn't playing. have the body to transition to a wideout, though, even. so. <clears throat> Who gives a shit about Lamar Jackson anyway, guys? Let's move on. Thank you. How about your boy Martavis Bryant? You've mentioned him a couple of times. I like Bryant. He is he is staring down the barrel of another drug suspension right he is, now. He is not. Yes, the story is that uh, the, Again? the Oakland Raiders officials are a little bit concerned, and by a little bit I mean they're fucking terrified that the NFL will be suspending him here shortly for drug use. And I don't think he's quite at the one more time when you're out of the league suspension <laughs> rule that that uh, well, that Josh Gordon's at, but he's he's close. I think they're they I think they are trying they're they're trying to accommodate guys who smoke dope in this league because I think everyone realizes they do it all the fucking time. I mean we're legalizing it in all sorts of states. I, exactly. We're gonna vote on it here. We're gonna in vote on it quite shortly. No so matter. who's voting for who's voting for the, the I don't have a problem America. with it. They want to use it, use it. What about you, Bullfrog? Are you down? You're gonna vote yes. 
on I legal. probably won't vote. You just gonna you abstain? Let it be what it is. Let it be. You should have not voted last November. Maybe <laughs> we'd have been in a better world today. Um, <laughs> I I thought your rankings last week a little fucked up with Jordy Nelson and everything else, but we can talk about that another time. But anyway, I hate Jordy Nelson. I know, but we were talking about value and everything else. But next week we're gonna talk about wide receivers. We'll get into it then. Speaking of wide receivers, do you remember Greg Little? No, Cleveland Browns. He was a Cleveland Brown for a while. He. Uh, his big deal was like his hand was the biggest hand in the NFL for a little. You remember yeah, this? Yeah, I remember. That. Huge hand. He had a huge hand. He was a big deal. Come, it was second round draft pick, I think. Big deal. I'm pretty he, sure I drafted him. Started him a yeah, few weeks. Yeah, he hasn't played since 2014. But the Cardinals just went and signed him. Okay, let me tell the listener something. These two idiots are about Greg Little. Okay, Greg Little. no one fucking remembers Greg Little. This is. Okay, when I talk, you should listen. When those two talk, just put your earphones in. This is why this is news, okay? So we know that the Cardinals, going into the draft at least, were in a shitty wide receiver position. Larry Fitzgerald was the only guy they had left who was a slot guy who's 97 years old. Still good, though. Still good. Still good. They went out and drafted Christian Kirk, who immediately became the heir apparent. Yeah. We talked about him a bunch in our dynasty draft. And we failed to pull Kid the trigger. He was going to be amazing. Yeah. And we did fail to pull the trigger. So, so the question is, like, they are, forget Greg Little. They're out right now shopping for wide receivers after seeing Christian Kirk on the field. Are we concerned? If we had him on our team, would, be, would we be concerned? Or are we like, hey, let's go try to trade for him? No, I think Christian Kirk still, I mean, they still bought into Christian Kirk. I mean, there's, the plan is still is Christian Kirk. I think they realize that they're probably short. They're short just, staff, buddy. Just yeah. depth. Yeah. Depth. Greg Absolutely. Little is deaf. J.J. Nelson's still there? Yeah, he's got huge hands. Probably yeah. some assistant coach coming over there that had Greg Little back yep. in the day. Give him a chance. Fuck Give it. him a chance. His hands are real big. Fuck big hands. Big hands. Big hands. What'd you find for us about, uh, who are we looking at? Uh, uh, Andrew, what were we looking? Yeah, what were you looking like, for? Yeah, Andrew, look, it looks like he was just playing that year, uh, 2016, just still having shoulder pain, uh, labrum tearing. La- t- torn La- labrum. Labrum was fraying. Labrum. Yeah. Torn la- more important for a quarterback to have a, a working labrum. That worries me for his future health status still. Yeah. Feels like it's an injury that makes... You, makes you, you land on your shoulder every now and then as a quarterback. Also, you use it to, like, throw yeah, the ball. Yeah, it's important. All right. Uh, that's the news. Let's talk dumb. Hang on. Shit, there it is. And now for more dumb shit I heard this week. All right, guys. So here's some dumb shit in the world. I thought this story was hilarious. Uh, we are talking to uh, a couple of sympathizers when we tell this story. Uh, in Florida, the great state of Florida, there's one person that's sort of responsible for a particular step in the running of background checks for all concealed carry permits in the state of Florida. That lady forgot her password to get into the database to run those reports. So instead of, like, you know, calling somebody in IT or answering the fucking security questions to get her damn password back, this lady went for a little over one year without actually entering any of the, any, any, any of the concealed carry permit background checks into the computer. She just gave everybody that applied the fucking thing without asking any questions. That's one year of all Floridians that applied for concealed carry permits, they just got it. 
Not a fucking one done. Can you say George Zimmerman? There's an official in the whatever organization is in charge of this in the government that said there were only 365 people that applied for concealed carry permits. An independent investigator said there were more like 13,000. <laughs> we'll ignore that for a second. Then he said when they went back and did the research, they revoked 291 of the 365 concealed carry permits. Wow. If that's the case, that's a high percentage. If the independent investigator says there's 13,000, it feels like there's a lot of people with guns that shouldn't have guns and they can hide them in their pants right now. Uh, the great state of Florida, guys. Thoughts on Florida, this lady, and just, you know, Republican politics in general. We really do have to get going. Yeah, I think you're saying no comment. Okay. Well, well, my comment would be, hey, at least they're registered. At least Otherwise, they, are they might not even be yeah. on a register you're somewhere, right. and they could just be illegal right. gun owners. They're registered. But their name's on a piece of paper somewhere. It, it feels a little bit like the officials in charge lost 12,700 of those registrants, right? At least according to the Independent. Any thoughts on IHOP changing their name to IHOB? That was a short-term thing, and I kind of like it. It was creative. It probably generated a lot of business. Good for them. A lot of people talked about it. I know. You just want to move on. Fresh coat. They're tired no of talking about... Anymore. They're tired of making pancakes. They're moving on to burgers. Yeah. Did you know about this, Bullfrog? Yeah, I heard about it, but I believe in the specialty area. Stick with what you're good at. Stick with what you... you ever have a burger from IHOP? Nope. Maybe they're great at it. Don't hate. I hate to break it to you guys. All right, guys, stop, stop the Trump drops. We have, we have, we have a listener question. We got an email, and I'm gonna read it to you guys now. Wow! You're, it's I assume it's for all of us. I'm the only you person. Got a lot of questions for the second time. Two out of two. I'm the only person mentioned. Here's the email in its entirety. Who's it from? I'll tell you in a second. Come on. It says, what up, nuts? That's me. Dig the show? Here's the question. How old were you guys the last time you had a wet dream? Signed, Skittle Dick. That's the entirety of the fucking evening. <laughs> Ooh, fuck. Wow. Well, so, I'm in my 30s now. So we have said, we have said aloud that we will answer questions, Wiz. Let's start with you. I mean, we're going back a few years, okay? Um, I would guess in high school, but I don't oh, know. shit. You're not sure? I'm in my mid-30s now. Give us a number. Uh, 14. Okay. Wow. 14. Bullfrog. Woo! Let's well, hear it. Last time you had a wet dream. God. Probably not nearly Last as long ago as that. <laughs> God damn. I'd probably say high 20s to 30s, man. Wow. Having just a hell of a dream and you wake hell up and just... <laughs> and then right you think, there. oh shit, the wife's going to see <laughs> this. right there at the tip. Either I, I rub it on her real fast or, or I throw to it to the, the bathroom and clean up. But uh, yeah. Oh yeah. It's, My... it's definitely within five years, I'd say. Absolutely. Yeah. I have the same exact answer. <laughs> I know I was about 32 years old the last time I <laughs> He knows he was 32. Yeah, I had a child. Let's put it this way. My oldest is five, and I had a child the last time I had a wet dream. Of course, I hadn't sniffed my wife's pussy in a good year. <laughs> so it didn't take much. 
right? <laughs> Dude, I, I, I blew right through the hole. I blew right through the hole in those shorts, man. I mean, it's, shorts? it's a busy week, and you don't get to Carpet? take care of business. And uh, shit, those nights come, and you. Uh, I got active set of balls, bro. It's building up in there. It's got to go. It's got to go somewhere. I just keep go. my my hands always busy. I don't tell you guys. What? I'm, what's <laughs> your hand you. got to do with a wet dream, man? Good for you. You never woke up like humping the corner of your bed. <laughs> oh. It's good email. Thanks for the, the Skittle Nick. We Nick. appreciate the question. Uh, it's time to move on. Let's get into the topic of the week. I got something for you. No, Wiz. no, no. Oh, are we doing stat, stat of the week of the first? Week. Yeah. All right. Wiz wants to give us a stat of the week. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. Of the 265 running backs who totaled over 100 touches in the last five years, this running back is the highest point per touch. Highest point fantasy points per touch out of all running backs with 100 carries over the last five years. Yeah. You got any guesses, Bullfrog? God damn, the first, the first name comes to my mind is Kamara with that year he had last year, uh, especially in a PPR. But he had a lot of fantasy points per a touch. A lot of points per touch. Um, is it Antone Smith? <laughs> no, wait. I got a real guess. That's not my guess. I don't think he ever had 100 carries. He only had 37 carries. He's got like 14 touchdowns. We were looking at it before you got here because you were late. My guess is Corey Clement. Okay. It is Kamara. Ah! Number, nice. number two on the list is Chris Thompson. Hey. Nice. We're going to get to Chris Thompson a little later we will. in the show, All right. fellas. No more Kirk Cousins. Woo! Sorry. Who Safety needs him? blanket's gone. Who needs him? Jump to it, stat. Now we're ready. Are we ready? Yeah. Stat of the week out of the way. Thank Probably God. the weakest stat of the week I've ever heard. It was pretty weak stat. I won't give it to you. Just I awful. Could find any good stats. Maybe you should start looking before eight thirty. You want me to give you a stat? Hit me with a stat. Was it the That's Melvin? It's tied Gordon to Kamara. Stat? All right, go ahead. The question is: Can Kamara break the all-time receptions record for a running back this year? Do you know who holds it? Who holds the all-time receptions rec in the season? For one season. Is it McCaffrey? He had like 113 last year. No. For a running back? For a running back, yeah. He did not have 113 catches last year. He had 80. He had 90-something. Or he had 80 right on the yeah. money. I mean, this is what I who saw. Who has the most? Could be, could be wrong. Most catches ever. By a running, running back? back? position. David Johnson. No. From what, I, what my research tells me, Matt Forte, no, one hundred and two no. for the two thousand fourteen Chicago Bears. That's you my, fuck dicks. That's, that's your team. That's my team. Who's a fuck dick? Woo! <laughs> I like that Both fuck y'all. dick. Should open with that. <laughs> that's a good one. He did fuck have. Dick. Oh, that's a good year. And the only other time one hundred was broke was LT Ladanian Tomlinson back in two thousand and three. LT would have been a good guess. Would have been a great guess. Good stats. Nice job. That's a much better stat of the week. On to the topic of the week. Rankings. Let's take a pause here and tell the people what you're drinking, Bullfrog. Oh, let me me look at the label here. I like... I'm drinking some Mike's Hard Watermelon Lemonade. That's... My fucking boy. It says on the back, as hard as the big whiz's dick. <laughs> Just so you guys you know. like when he was 14 years old? Back to the last During time we got home? 14 year old wet dream. Ooh. At least one of us actually drank some beer. In this yeah, I'm drinking my Red's Apple Ale. It says ale right in there. Mike's Hard Lemonade and Red's Apple Ale, folks. That, yeah. Remember, again, that's what I told you that who should listen to. It's not these two idiots. Yeah, well, 
accurate state. Canadian bullshit back to good Canada beer. With hey, five percent alcohol. That's a pretty Canadian good. beer. Molson. Four point six. <laughs> beer. So we're gonna talk about running backs. So we want to talk about our rankings. The way we're going to do this is we're going to break down our consensus rankings, not just mine, not just either of yours. Uh, we'll go through the first 12 first, we'll go, then we'll work down through the first uh, top 36 over the course of time here. And now it, within each of those groups, first 12, second 12, and third 12, we have some anomalies. Maybe I'd rank somebody a lot higher or lower than the rest of you. We're going to not only tell the people who our consensus rankings are, but we're also going to defend those picks that don't look like each other's picks. Talk a little bit about how we went about ranking these guys. Wiz, I think you just copied and pasted. you want to tell them your process? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I did. I based all my running backs on, on good offenses that are going to that are going to touch the ball. That's why I have Le'Veon Bell high, Gurley high, Zeke high, because they're going to touch the ball. And that's and why I, David Johnson's lower for you. I don't. I think Arizona's going to... Arizona's not going to be that good this year. Sure. And I, I like David Johnson. He's a good player. I like the fact that he's in a contract year. But I don't have a lot of faith in that team right now. Understood. Bullfrog, you want to tell us a little bit about your process when you were thinking about rankings and how you decided to rank these guys? Yeah, just looking at statistical history, game logs, you know, who was, who was just putting up fucking three big games a season and the rest were shit shows where you weren't winning a matchup. Uh, so you consider some consistency over just the overall rankings at the end of the season? Yeah, I mean... You know, you look at Todd Gurley, he had he was the number one running back, but you could put fucking half of his stats in probably three or four games. The last sure. four weeks. Last two weeks especially. He had weeks seventeen or sixteen he had hundred and fifty eight yards receiving, and the week before that he had hundred and eighty yards run. I mean You know who's for me the poster boy of he might have a couple of big games? Is Jay Ajayi. Jay Ajayi. Think about a couple of years ago when he was in Miami, had that big year, he had he had two ga- two games against Buffalo and one other no, game one where he broke a hundred. One was Pitt. He had two fifty, I think. Yeah, was it, three games he broke a hundred. Every every other game he was under seventy yards, but he he ended up as like the top twelve running back. Killer says, I think you brought up last week, two weeks ago, was about running backs actually get more than fifty percent of their their team's t- carries and touches. Yeah, that, that matters a lot. That's a ton. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a huge difference compared to a lot of these guys. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Yeah. So the way I I went about. Ranking my guys is very different than I've ever done it before, and certainly different than than these lazy asses did it this time. <laughs> I went through for every player in the league, not every player, 285 or so players in the league, and I projected out carries, catches, yards, targets, yards per carry, touchdowns. I projected out their entire statistical seasons. Uh, I did that based on, you know, I looked at coaching changes. I looked at trends for the team, trends for the player, trends for the quarterback. I started with the quarterback for most of these teams because that kind of drives things. I looked at those individual player statistical histories, but also the coaches' statistical histories for the positions that they coached. I looked at the strength of schedule against the defenses that they were playing against. I looked at all the roster changes and what that might have to do with the team. I spent a lot of time thinking about offensive lines, strength of the offensive line. I thought about and looked at every possible thing I could and tried to predict exactly what statistical line each player would come up with. And I used that to rank guys. So I surprised myself when I got finished at a position like running back. And I had guys way higher than I thought they would be because it just, when you looked at the numbers, it just made sense that they got this many touchdowns or this many carries. Um, When my gut told me something, one thing, the numbers seem to tell me something else. So it was an interesting exercise for me. I have no idea how accurate these are going to be from my point of view. Yeah. But I, I feel good about I feel good about the, the rankings I, I put out here. I will say this. This is where I think all these guys will finish. This is not necessarily where I would be willing to draft these guys. You're either 
you should work on patenting your formulas, or we're going to call you an idiot. Well, probably a little bit. <laughs> to all the listeners, if you want to have a wet dream at 32, do, do the research that this do, guy just did do, right here. Do, do that. You won't get laid at all. Your wife won't touch your dick for for anything because you're fucking sitting at the computer all hours of the night. Yeah, it was fun though. It was exciting. I you know I had a, I had an interesting time. I have a very boring life, Bullfrog. I lead a boring life. I have to find ways to entertain myself. Let's do it. So let's start at the top twelve. I'm just going to go down and sort of read to you guys 1 through 12, let you know where we're at as a consensus. The interesting bit right at the top of this list, oh, you did rank Bell. I was going to say Le'Veon Bell, who's our number one consensus ranked running back. Uh, I didn't think anybody ranked the number one, but you did. Bullfrog. Did. Talking to Bullfrog. Consistency. Consi- he is, he's consistent. So we got Bell at number one, Gurley number two, David Johnson at number three, I think we're going to have a little more conversation about David Johnson. We're not going to have any more conversation about David Johnson. I'm moving my top five. You did. You got him ranked number five. I've got him ranked number one. So there's a little discrepancy there. Alvin Kamara is our fourth ranked guy. Saquon Barkley at number five. I see the look on your face. What's the problem? I'm just not sure that he's actually number five, five running back there. That's where he ended up. Six. Kareem Hunt, seven. Our boy, Melvin Gordon. I like Gordon. Who is our third running back? Yeah, this next ranking's way out of place here. Ezekiel Elliott is our number eight. Way fucked up, Running folks. back. Yes, Wiz has him ranked at number four. Oh, PPR I've number got him four. at ten. Bullfrog's got, got, got him at Too much weight in the nine. PPR, folks. Dalvin Cook comes in at number nine. Christian McCaffrey at number ten. Jarek McKinnon, number eleven. And Devontae Freeman. Number 12. Just as a reflection here, Wiz, all three of our first three running backs from our dynasty team are in that top 12. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I think we drafted well. Maybe. A little bias, maybe. Maybe a little bit of bias in there. So that's our top 12. Um, Like I said, we're going to jump in here and kind of talk about the anomalous picks. There's a few. Some guys that maybe only one of us had in the top 12 or some guys that one of us had way outside the top 12. All right, the guy that I want to defend here is Jarek McKinnon. I ranked McKinnon at number seven. Uh, these two guys have met 14 and 15, so obviously they saw the same thing, and I saw something a little different. What, what did you see in McKinnon? That it, like, you ranked him ahead of Zeke? Personally, I did rank him ahead of Zeke. I mean, again, Red's Apple Ale and everything else. Greg I ranked Riddle. him ahead of Zeke, Dalvin Cook. Would you take that back Melvin right now? Melvin Gordon. Would you take that back right now if you could? Absolutely not. Okay, then tell the listeners what the fuck you're smoking that you put McKinnon ahead of Zeke and Gordon. Michelle, first off, right out of the gates, let's remember uh, that this is a PPR ranking. We should have mentioned that at the beginning. This is PPR ranking. And you, you think like you're going to be Hang the on. only person that's going to... I mean, out of every single fantasy expert out there, you're going to be the only moron that has McKinnon in the top ten, probably. Is that is that true? We'll see. Pretty likely. I've got him at seven. So maybe I might be doing no one else is higher than Zeke. You better just hope San Francisco sucks so that they have to play a dink and dunk throwing the ball all day. Yeah, so here let me let me so give you a little Bright bit of defense. Gonna... I've got a couple things I want to point to to defend this. First of all, um, there's there's nobody on this depth chart at running back that is gonna challenge McKinnon at all. Breda's pretty good, but he's certainly not a guy that can step in is I don't know. Joe Williams is not a guy that I think is gonna is going to uh, Threaten it all. When Hyde left the team, he vacated 240 carries. In my projections, I have McKinnon getting less than 240 carries, so I don't even assume he's going to take all 
of Hyde's carries from last year. But the big thing and the big reason I've got him here is his pass-catching ability. So even with Carlos Hyde on that team last year in San Francisco, Carlos Hyde sucked as a pass-catching back. His catch rate was 67%, which was bottom three out of all starting running backs in the league last year. They still threw him the ball 88 times, and he couldn't fucking catch it. Okay, Jarek McKinnon is coming in with a 75% plus catch rate over the course of his career. So even if he only gets another 88 targets, that's 66 catches, which equates to 660 rushing yards. You talk about Zeke. I projected Zeke with 22 catches because he doesn't catch the ball. Okay, so we're all out of the gates, 44 more points than Zeke there. If he only gets the same amount of targets that Hyde did, but with a guy that can actually catch the ball, you have to assume that they're going to throw it to him a little more. You have to assume that he's going to get at least the large bulk of carries that Carlos Hyde last year, had last year. Jarek McKinnon's average rush or rushing yards per carry over the course of his career, 4.0 on the money. So if you give him 227 at four rushing yards a carry, 66 catches at his average 8 point whatever it is yards per reception, I didn't ask him in my projections to do anything he hasn't done in the past. I think you're right. And what I did like about McKinnon is that he's plays for, he's going to play good for a good offense and going to score points. So I think he has that going for him. I think you're you're a little bit higher than a kite when you try to claim that Breed is not going to have an impact here because he's going to. He's going to get the ball. He's going to get carries. He's going to steal carries away from McKinnon here. Sure. So on a team that's going to rush the ball 460 times in a year, <clears throat> I gave McKinnon 220 carries. That's that, me saying Breed is going to step in and take yeah, yeah, but I think when you compare that to Zeke and Zeke and being the top in the top seven versus McKinnon, I think again you are higher than a kite in this one. My big thing is in fantasy you have to value touchdowns. Yes, to me McKinnon's not a touchdown scorer. Yeah, he had four last year. That's that's his, that's his issue. How many touches? Two hundred and nineteen touches. Mm. He had. Four touchdowns. So the big difference between this year and last year to me, touchdown-wise, and, and you're not wrong about that, and I thought about that a lot, and I did give him more touchdowns this year, is that neither Breda nor Joe Williams is Latavius Murray. And Latavius Murray came into this team as a guy that was going to be the goal line back. But Latavius Murray sucks. And well, he stole those carries from McKinnon. I mean, I think Latavius Murray averaged four point. Well, no, he averaged yeah. three point eight. The scary thing that McKinnon, McKinnon's never. I mean, he couldn't beat out Murray. I mean, those, those are the things that's scary. Couldn't beat out Murray. Scary with, he with couldn't McKinnon. beat out uh, who, who, Matt Asiata. You're yeah, right. Yeah. But he's never. He's never. Every time that he's had an opportunity, and he's had a few, there's been a quote unquote goal line back on the team to take those touchdowns away from him. So he never got the ball inside the red zone or inside the five. On this team, there's not a guy who is a prototypical goal line back, so I think he's going to have some more opportunities, even if it's just screen pass or trick plays out of in, inside that red zone. I think he'll actually be on the field more inside the 5 and 10 than he's ever been before. You ranked him 7. In my opinion, that, that may be his ceiling, but I think his floor is much, much lower. I don't disagree. Uh, I don't disagree. If that you're a risk taker, go ahead. Jump on the McKinnon train and... Yeah, he's got he's got a high ceiling. He's got a low floor. Part of the reason I lean toward the ceiling is, like Wiz said, this is going to be a high scoring offense. I think it's so going to be so running backs on high scoring offenses tend to produce. It's rule number one in running backs. Hundred percent agree with you. But I think just I, I like McKinnon. I like McKinnon in the ten twelve range at seven. Well, you like him. At, you like him at fourteen, which is where you ranked him. I like him there, but yeah. but seven, I think you're out of your mind. Maybe higher could, than higher than Zeke's a little bit crazy. Could be some biasness 
<laughs> Good one. I like or some bias. Could hey, be some bias. You just wanted them in your top 12. I, well, I drafted them on my team. I So, all right, so let's go ahead. Is So neither of you have anything listed here as a guy in the top 12 that you need to defend? Or I don't want think to so. Defend? I think I kind of... I think I, I don't understand why Zeke was ranked, ranked yeah. eight. That's kind of a little insane to me. So our consensus has Zeke at eight. You, Wiz, have him listed at four. Tell us why. He still has one of the best offensive lines in the game. Not the best. Two years ago, he had the best offensive line. He probably still has a top ten offensive line. He's going to get the ball. I don't know if you guys know this, but they got rid of their top two receivers. One retired. They cut one. And actually, the third receiver just fucking fell over his handlebars and got arrested. So Face first. <laughs> Into the ground. So, Zeke is going to get the ball. We just talked about it. Who's going to get the ball? It's going to be Zeke. It's going to be a lot. He's going to get touchdowns. He's going to get touches. He's going to get... He's one of the best running backs in the game. He is one of the best running, running backs in the game. Yes. Personally, I think you guys put too much bullfrog. We talked about it earlier. Touchdowns fucking matter. They do. Right? They're worth fucking six points. However however many points you give for receptions, I, that's nice. It's PPR league. You get one. Zeke's going to score touchdowns. My thinking was that Dallas is, may very well be the worst team in the NFC East this year. But Eagles, Redskins. Giants. Giants. The East, Put Dallas in number four. I don't know. So they might yeah, not be so, scoring as many as they have been in the last two years. Yeah, so you got to rank number nine. And you're right. saying, so we, we, t- we said it a minute ago, teams on high-scoring offenses, <laughs> those running backs are going to score points. So you're okay. saying this, this team might be a team that's playing from behind a lot. Right. Which I, they, I don't could, they could use him sometimes, but there might be another guy on that roster that could fill that. <coughs> Tavon Austin. I, I, I agree with that. I, that's an accurate assessment. To me, he's still one of the best running backs in the game. I can't rank him eight because of that. Fair. So I do, in my projections, I will tell you that I have him with the most carries, most rushing yards, most rushing touchdowns of everybody. But because of the fact that he just doesn't catch passes... I've got him ranked 10. I got him lowest out of all of them. That might change. You don't know that. It might. It might. He's. Go- we know he's going to touch the ball, right? All I know is that history tells me it won't. Let's talk about 13 through 24. So these are, these are our running back twos. At 13, we got LaShawn McCoy. Leonard Fournette comes in next, followed by Joe Mixon. Kenyon Drake, who ended up as running back 16, but all three of us ranked him lower than that. So it's just kind of one of those anomalies of the ranking system. Jordan Howard comes in at 17. Alex Collins, 18. Dion, my boy Lewis, because Bullfrog agrees with me on the Tennessee Titan backfield, comes in at 19. Aaron Jones at 20. Mr. Juice himself at 21. Chris Thompson, 22. Jay Ajayi at running back 23, which I think is stupid. I've got him ranked at 36. We'll talk about that later. Tevin Coleman finishes out. The group at running back 24. That's our uh, 13 through 24. This time, let's start with you, Bullfrog. Who's the guy you chose? You didn't write anything on the fucking list, dude. What the fuck? Who do you want? Who do you want to defend? <laughs> Alex Collins. Let's tell the people. Alex Collins. You've got him ranked at 16. Uh, Alex Wiz and I have Collins. him at 23 and 24. Tell us why you're right and why we're wrong. The Ravens, man. They're they've been a ground and pound team. As far as I've been watching football, uh, Alex Collins last year, 4.6 yards per carry, six scores, put up 23 catches. Here's a little side stat, defensive adjusted value over average. So the value per play of a running back compared to an average running back in the exact same game situation, 
Alex Collins was ranked number three in the NFL. Number one, Alvin Kamara. As we heard, some great stats about that player. Number two, Deion Lewis, who I think... Uh, Pile of shit. Dewey's nuts might talk up a little bit here shortly. And number three, Alex Collins. I just think Alex Collins, he had a great second half of the year. I wait, believe... Wait. Did you say Deion Lewis? Because I thought I heard the name. I was peeing. I but did. I thought I heard You're Deion a pile Lewis. of shit is what you heard. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, I'm high on the Alex I love Collins that DVOA trade. stat, that football this, outsider stat. This set, is why right? I'm not an, an Alex Helton fan. He plays for the fucking Ravens, one of the worst offenses in the league. Right now they have Joe Flacco, who might be one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Maybe Lamar Jackson lines up at running. Maybe Lamar Jackson does. <laughs> I just have no faith in that offense. I don't think Alex Collins is a bad running back, but he's not on the same level as Zeke. He's in a whole different lower tier, and I have no faith in the Ravens. Well, he's he's you're right. He is in a lower tier. I know. In Ezekiel Elliott. Breaking. Here's a stat for you: 242 carries. 20-plus twenty plus uh, yard carries, five of them. How many did Alex, Alex Collins, Collins only had 212 carries. He had six. So Alex, Alex 40 Collins less is... carries, one extra long run. I think he's a... Shows me some skills. I think he's okay running back. He's but... fun to watch. Forget all the numbers. Watching Alex Collins run was fun last year. Eyeball test is important for he, me. He looked great on the field with the ball. The thing that every time he's on the field, every fucking announcer talks about like his Irish dancing thing. <laughs> I think it pays off. He's got quick feet, man. He sure. hits a hole when he hits it. He hits it hard. He's got the. He's he's fun to watch. Fun to watch. Tell me about the Ravens' offense. Yeah, I mean the Ravens' offense is the Ravens' offense. But Alex Collins averaged what did you say? Four point seven yards a carry. Four point six last year. Ran it over two hundred times last year, and he didn't even start so the season you, until. Why did you rank him three? six point? Why did you rank him six spots lower? Because that's where the numbers put him. But I, I guess my question is: Was that because of the Ravens? My expectations of the Ravens' offense. Uh, he got he got ranked lower for me because he's not catching the ball out of the backfield a lot. He's got I only have him getting one more catch, twenty three than Ezekiel Elliott, but I do have him at just under a thousand yards rushing, five rushing touchdowns next year. I think he's going to be good. He's going to lose some, you know, he's going to lose some catches to Javarius Allen, but oh, Buck you know. Allen's going to come in. So there. you also, would draft uh, him as your number two running back all day long. I would be happy. He's my last guy, or no, I lie. He's right off the third tier. So he's he's in that third running back range. Flex. I ranked him at number 16. But I personally only believe about 15 running backs qualify as a RB1 or 2. So that's not enough to make an RB1 or 2. So after 15... Yeah, it's, you make you make a your good fucking call. You make a good point there. Elaborate on that a little bit for the people because you were telling me about this earlier, and I thought right. it was a really insightful. Tell tell repeat that kind of tell explain sure. what you're talking about. So you know you say RB one, RB two. Well, if you're in a ten man league, that's twenty guys. If you're in a twelve man league, that's twenty four guys. Doing my rankings, I only felt confident in fifteen guys that I would like to have as an RB one or two. McKinnon was my number fifteen. I was like, All right, I'd be happy if he was my sure. number two running back. Then it went to Collins with 16, and you know what? I was like, yeah, I don't know if I would be happy with him as my number two. You'd, but when you, if I'd you, be happy if as you flex. drafted him there, you'd feel a little yep. iffy about it. I'd feel like my running backs would be a little weak, but so, I had him at 16. So this issue, uh, I refer to this as position scarcity. You've only got 15. Everybody's got to start at least, if you're in a 10-team league, you have to start at least 20 guys. 24 if you're in a 12-team league. But to your point, only 15 of them are worth 
have in week to week with any kind of confidence. That's position scarcity. That's why you don't draft a quarterback until you have your running backs taken care of, your wide receivers taken care of. That's why round 10 is a good round for the quarterback. Unless you can get one of those top quarterbacks, then you produce more points than everyone else. <laughs> but it's an issue of scarcity, right? Because outside that top 15, you're... It, it, if you can draft Aaron Rodgers, you make sure. a lot of points. Yes, you're right. Or Russell yeah, Wilson like... in the sixth round. <laughs> <running backs. laughs> but, but I think it's a good point. You know, the running back position over the last eight to ten years has been under fire in fantasy football. Uh, and even though we feel like it's coming back a little bit, there's really only, like you said, 15 guys that feel like they're they're strong and we're confident on in them. Big Wiz, you got some guys to defend here. Let's look at that. Leonard Fournette. You've got him ranked number 9 inside your top 10. Bullfrog and I have him. He's got him at 12. I have him ranked as my number 18 running back, which dragged him down outside the top 12 here. Tell me why he's worthy of a top 10 pick. I don't even understand what you guys are missing here, right? When If you actually talk about consistency on the field, when he, when he plays, and he played 13 games last year, which I realize he missed some points. Games, he's, he had scored 17.3 points per game, which is number 4th overall out of all running backs, folks. Sure. Which is actually pretty damn good. Also and, ran and, and that, that includes PPR. That includes PPR, right? Yeah. Yeah. In those 13 games, he had 10 TDs. The defense is still there. They have the number two defense overall. They're going to run the ball. I want, I want the, I want the team where I know the guy's going to get touches. But continually lose carries to TJ Elden. He's Corey not Grant. going to lose carries. Fucking to last year, Chris Ivory. Fucking stealing carries from Fournette. The coaching staff can't shut up about Corey Grant. They think he's no amazing. No shit. Corey Grant, we're going to get him. Over Leonard Fournette? You just want. saying. They, they keep saying we need to get him way more involved in this offense. Yeah, like Tavon Austin's going to be, right? Hey, we'll get there. <laughs> I know we will. <laughs> That's why you guys are delusional. Ten touchdowns is awesome, but I expect a touchdown regression. I I still think... Why, why do you expect any regression? He's only been in the league one year. Part of the reason I expect a regression is... The particular injury he had—it's a bone injury in his foot or his ankle or whatever it was. Those ankle. things are those things are hard to overcome at running at the running back position. He didn't overcome it when he when he got it rest of the year. He played, but he played hobbled rest of the year. I, I, and he produced. I expect him to get injured. He's a high injury risk if you look at the injury predictor website that we talked about four weeks ago. I don't. When I projected him out, he's he's one of a very few guys. That I did not project at 16 games because I fully expect that he'll be he'll play shy at 16 again. Yeah, honestly, if he played 13 games for me, I'd be happy if I owned him as my number one running back last year. Uh, this year, all right. I don't trust the Jets. Is your number offense. one running back? Yeah. If he played 13, so if he some- produces that many points, I'll take it. I mean, honestly, like I'd rather have Zeke. I'd, ra- I'd rather have Kareem Hunt. I'd rather have Gordon. But honestly. If I can get, if, if I'm stuck with Fournette and he's giving me 17.3 or 17 points per game, I'll take it. That's the craziest. Now, your debate was your, you rank on high scoring offenses, correct? Is Jacksonville a high scoring offense? They have a really good defense, which means you're going to have the do ball. They have a really good defense. They, they, they score a lot of points. They're going to have the ball. I, I can tell you that. They will have the ball. Or they might just score right off their defense. Hey, bring me a beer. Or a red zap. But oil. I do like I Fournette. I do like Fournette. He could be a hell of a player. Do you want the he hasn't proven it yet. Or do you want the, the strawberry sunshine stuff? You got more people to defend here. No, no, no. You got five fucking guys listed in here. I you have g- I have two that I'm going to defend. One that you guys are just fucking off your fucking rocker here. Let's run Jordan Howard. Let's have let's do this. You say you guys. You've got him ranked at 25. I've got him ranked at 22. Bullfrog has him ranked at 14. Let's have Bullfrog defend <laughs> the 14. 
Wow, what the yeah, fuck are you smoking here? Well, you know, young quarterback. I think they're going to rely on the ground and pound. You know, you're the fucking Bears fans here. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking and you know what Nagy Bears. came out and said? I'm not game planning for Jordan Howard. Yeah, well. You, you know what he is game planning for? The number two running back. Tariq Cohen? Ah, you don't game plan for a fucking Mighty Mouse. Nagy is. Fucking Jordan Howard. He's going to get his 20, 25 touches a game, and That's I think a, he produces with if it. If he can get 25 touches a game, I'd move him. That's awesome. That's you what know, you want. Uh, That's the best you can hope Granted, for. you know, he only had, what, 23 catches last year on 32 targets, but you got to think that that goes up a little bit. You know, he caught some balls at Indiana. Uh, Not in the NFL, he doesn't. I, I believe I believe in Jordan Howard more than I believe in Tariq Cohen. Yeah, I'll give you that. Just not at number fourteen. Uh, I well, actually, look at the other pieces of shit on this list. I actually have like Tariq Cohen ranked higher than Jordan Howard. <laughs> yeah. Tariq Cohen at nineteen, Jordan Howard at twenty-two. Just because Nagy can't shut the fuck up about how excited he is to have Cohen on this team and how excited he is to play for him. The only thing he said about Jordan Howard is, this is almost a direct quote, if the if the game situation doesn't call for him, we're not going to use him as a bell cow back. He said that blatantly. Yes. And, and I think Howard's a good running back. He's but, a great running it, back. It terrifies me that your coach is t- stating that. But yeah. he still got 276 carries That's a lot. Year. Of, yeah. Yeah, yeah with John there. Fox, man. That, yeah. That's what terrifies me. Yeah, I mean, if, 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 he, can, if he can nab over 250 carries... Gimme him. I'm just concerned what the coaching staff is saying. How many I'm, times did Trubisky throw last year? About twelve fucking times a game. More like six. Yeah. Six. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It was. was they gonna big. hand it off to Cohen every time? I don't think so. Yeah. I think you're smoking something here. Yeah, might be. Mike's hard lemonade. Roll it and smoke it. Yeah. Mike's hard. All right. Next one on the list. Mike's hard watermelon lemonade. Sorry. Who are going to defend? Derek fucking God Henry. Damn it! Why are we still talking about Derek Henry? We know he's a piece of shit. Let's just. Let's just be clear. Derrick Henry is not on the is not even on the thirteen to twenty four list. You know who is? Deion Lewis. I don't understand what the fuck you guys are smoking here. Yeah, I'll show you those articles I wrote later on. Uh, you want to talk about Darius Geis instead because the people haven't heard us talk Darius about Darius Juice. Juice, yeah. I've got Juice ranked at thirty one. Bullfrog's right there at twenty seven with me. You've got him ranked as a running back. 18. Why, Wiz? The reason I do is because we talk about offenses, right? Jay Gruden, his four seasons there, two of them, he's finished in the top 10 in rushing TDs. Total points, he's finished in the top 10 again twice. I have faith that they're going to score points. I have faith that Darius Juice is going to get the ball. And he's going to score TDs. That's why he's in the top. He's 18 for me. Okay. The very next running back on our list, on our consensus list, gives a fuck. Is Chris Thompson, same team. Bullshit. In fact, I've got Geis at thirty-one, Thompson at seventeen. Yeah, but I, I don't. Uh, Bullfrog has has them back to back, but Thompson one spot higher than Geis as well. The, this is if I was listening right now, the feedback I'm getting from your rankings, your PPR stats have to be through the rough. If you're getting a reception, you got some weighted averages there, buddy. Yeah, one point. There's got to be some weighted averages there because these guys that that don't score a lot of TDs are falling way down, and your guys that get a lot of receptions are way up. I've got Chris Thompson scoring six touchdowns this year, four of them through the air, on 62 catches, 630 yards received. I mean, wasn't Darius Geis the douche of the draft? Oh, huge douche! He's the the guy that came out. Tell me what it is that he said. Do you remember what he said? No. Do you remember what he said? He said <laughs> no, something but... like somebody asked him about his grandma being gay. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh, his mom was a hooker. 
Yeah, some shit. Some like he made some shit up I mean, about somebody he, asking if his mom was a hooker. I don't, know. I don't. I don't know if the offensive linemen are going to take a liking to Darius guys. Yeah, we'll right. See. They might just what let somebody. Th- they do they might just let guy. somebody through once yeah. or twice. Remember, remember the Titans. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Chris Thompson catches the ball. Chris Thompson catches touchdown passes. He has in a pass. I think he's going to do it again. My concern for Chris Thompson would just be the change of quarterback. Sure. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins liked that dump off and. Yeah, Alex Smith like might, might like it more. Alex yeah, Smith yeah, like Alex Smith like that Travis Kelsey dump off, and yeah. that's got to translate to something in Washington because Jordan Reed ain't going to play more than three games. But you know, you have favorites. You do. Is Chris Thompson going to be the favorite for Alex Smith? We, should, we be, shall uh, see. You know, we'll see. We're going to talk more about Chris Thompson a little bit a little bit later on in the show. Who do I have to defend here in this group? Oh, Chris Thompson. <laughs> Look at that. We're going to talk about him right now. Fuck. Chris Thompson. Um, who I've got, again, ranked at 17, which is way higher than the 26 and 38. Good God. That you guys have him ranked. Let's talk about that real quick. Last year, I know it was a different quarterback, but last year, Chris Thompson uh, was his best year yet, although I can't say it was coming out part of because the last couple of seasons he's been real good. He missed some games, but he was on pace for 1,286 total yards and 10 touchdowns. So That's combined through the air and on the ground. Is Chris Thompson starting? Chris Thompson is the starting pass catching back. Yes. So he's he's, he's number two on the depth chart. Depends on their formations. You know he'll be uh, out there as yeah. much as a starter. Just to confirm, the snap count will be the same. Probably. You have him ranked higher. Yes. Than starting running backs. Starting running backs: Kenyon Drake, Jordan Howard, Alex Collins. Yes. And Aaron Jones. Based on the way the coaching staff, who's the same coach, Aaron staff, Jones. Yeah. Based on the way the coaching staff used him last year. Based on the, based on his performance last year when he was used last year, I want to say this again: he was on pace for almost thirteen hundred total yards and ten touchdowns. Yeah, and then he fell off. He then broke he got, his leg. No, then he yeah yeah then he got hurt. He fall off. He fell off a fucking whoa whoa whoa, whoa. and hey, broke his shit. Leonard Fournette was on fucking pace then for like three thousand points. Here here's the here's the other thing, right? The coaching staff immediately after starting to work with Darius Geis came out and said this. They said. We don't see him as a three-down back. We don't see him as a guy that can catch the ball coming out of the backfield. We see him as a one-and-two. So that plays right into the hand that Chris Thompson was playing last year behind another guy that the coaching staff didn't see as a three-down back, Samaj P. Ryan, Fat Matt, whatever. Fat Rob Ryan. Kelly. Yeah, Fat Rob Fat Kelly. Matt Jones. Matt, none of these guys. So you're, ranking guys a, you're ranking a running back who's on the field for one out of three. Out of, out of three downs. I think that's uh, a, I, in correction there, buddy. Nah, he lines different. in at the slot, I gotta think. I'll tell you exactly what percent he played. 30%. Last year while he was playing. So out of all running backs on the team, out of all running backs on the team. Don't care about that, though. I want to get to the specifics here. How many How many times? 55% snap share, 40% opportunity share. So he, he had the ball 40% of all the running backs. There were three running backs that started on that team last year. Yeah, he had the highest garbage. He had the highest opportunity share. We'll find out with Juice there. I think I think you're a little bit crazy there. In your will, ranking, but though. the coaching staff has said we don't like Juice to take over the role that Chris Thompson established last year yeah, or two I, years. I, I think they like Chris Thompson. He's he's a good player. I just don't think seventeen. I you you're smoking. Yeah, I've got him doing really well. Smoking a lot of bone. I got him. I've got him doing really well. Like I said, he's going to score six touchdowns. He's going to have six hundred and thirty yards receiving. That's on top of almost five hundred yards rushing, on one hundred and fifteen carries. And uh, again, I think Thompson. You know, at seventeen, it is a high risk, high reward kind of pick. But sure. when you're looking at that, 
level those mid fucking 20s and high high teens are just a bunch of shit you know you can debate <laughs> both ways so it's really yeah. going to be who do you want to root for who do you want to pick who do you believe in? but would you rank Is him over Kenyon drake jordan howard or alex collins or aaron jones here's Kenyon drake nobody thought he was fucking worth a shit until people get hurt and then he gets some opportunity would you rank him over him so here's uh i did not here's the thing here's the thing Wiz. so those guys you list drake aaron jones we don't actually know that those guys are going. To, we have no idea if those guys are going to get starting right. carries. Drake is Frank Gore could we, no, be we the don't starting know that. running they, back. They, they they spent draft capital on. Did you refer to Frank Gore? Frank yeah, they Gore picked could up be Frank the Gore. starting running back for the Miami ah, Dolphins. We won. Darren Sproles was signed for the Philadelphia Eagles, folks. Let's also not forget that they spent some draft capital on Kalen Balaj to come in and do a lot of what at what round? Fourth round. Okay, it's a reasonable round. Uh, to do a lot of what can you do. So those guys, Aaron Jones, we have no fucking... We think we know what's going to happen in the Green Bay Packers backfield, but there's no way to know that. What we do know about Chris Thompson, we know exactly what role Chris Thompson is going to play on this offense. The third down back. The same role he played last year when he was on pace for 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns. I think you're crazy in this one, Dweez. That's, that's all right. All right, let's move on. Mostly because Bullfrog's got to throw an up peeking kid at the house. <laughs> We, we gotta get we gotta get him back home before uh, he's castrated. always something. It's that fucking keto diet, brother. <laughs> Damn kids on the keto. kids are the keto diets too. Yeah, man, it'll make you make your kid throw up all <laughs> Fuck over. Yeah, they just eat fucking fat. Feed them butter. I love fucking butter. coconut oil on there. Ooh, fucking I went to Ireland here recently, bullfrog. If you've ever had Irish butter straight out of the cow, oh my god. I, what, put, put that in my about, coffee. That's about, about wet dream worthy right there. <laughs> that shit was amazing. I strongly suggest pure Irish butter from the Irish Island. It's got to be the grass-fed Irish butter, huh? Let's go 25 through 36, and we'll stop there because we are like an hour and a half into this thing. Yeah, you got to wrap Bullfrog up. keeps talking. It's his fault. You're too damn verbose. Wiz, that means he talks a lot. Oh, that's what that means? 21? No, no. 25. Sony Michelle is ranked our number 25 for an interesting reason. <laughs> if you listened last week, you're going to be surprised by this. Whoa. I've got Michelle ranked at 16 versus Whoa. 37 and 31 for these other two. Derrick Henry comes in at 26. Lamar Miller at 27. Mark Ingram minus four games, maybe minus six if you, if you think about that fifth game being worthless. Tariq Cohen's are 29th. Running back, on Johnson, 30, 31, goes to Devontae Booker, Duke Johnson at 32, Rex Burkhead at 33, so that's two New England Patriots running backs in this group. Theo Riddick at 34, that makes two Detroit Lions running backs in this group. Royce Freeman at 35, that makes two Denver Bronco running backs in this group. I think the whole idea here is that we have no fucking idea. Don't draft them, that's and, what that fucking means. And my favorite... My favorite guy on this whole list of our top 36, purely because of my ranking, Tavon Austin, Dallas Cowboys, number 36. How does that average out? buddy. How, if it's bad. a no rank, no rank, and a 29, how does that necessarily average to 36? Let me tell you how that ranks out, because I, did, I fucking added up the consensus, and I got, to, I got to step in. <laughs> Some of us didn't rank more than 36 guys, so I could make up whatever so number I wanted. I ranked huh? 83 running backs. How many fucking running backs did you guys rank? 40. Eh, 37. There you go. So mine carries more weight. All right, let's 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 talk about these a little bit. Who wants to defend something, a decision that they've made? 
Wiz, you're not allowed to talk about Derrick Henry, who you have ranked at 17, comes in at 26 on our consensus. Anybody else you want to talk about? Uh, Derrick Henry? Okay, talk about Derrick Henry for I, a little while. Derrick Henry's going to get the ball, right? Another guy who's going to touch the ball. Everyone thinks he's just the power back and he's, he's actually slower than Dan Lewis. The, the simple answer here is he's actually faster. He runs a faster 40 time, okay? In yards per reception, he's... Double Deion Lewis, folks. How many He's at 12.4 yards per reception. Deion Lewis at 6.7. Tell me how many receptions they have. I don't know that. Tell Comes me. the point where you Seven, have to get... Or 11, 11. 11 catches. So those haven't had a chance to average out is what you're saying. Derrick Henry's... That's like, that's like saying I took one free throw. I made it. Derrick Henry's free long? Longest rush? 75 yards, folks. Ooh. He's a burner. Yeah. Okay? Deion Lewis is only scoring... More than five TDs once in his career in his last year. Do not buy high in this, Jamoke. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Jamoke. Well, I mean, according to the stats, last year on the same amount of carries, Deion Lewis did have more 20-plus carries than uh, your burner. Playing Derek for Henry. a different team. You're right. That is a Let's talk about this playing for the same team. You, you just said that most people think he's a big bruiser back. Uh, what do we just what do we just say? What's the percentage of the time that on third and short, Derrick Henry got stuffed for zero yards or negative? But is he a big bruiser back? He's faster than Deion Lewis. Eighty. He's faster than Deion Lewis. And how many seasons out of how many seasons did he have two. a longer yards per carry average? Than two. Zero. Two. You you're trying to tell yards me four point three is higher than five point five? versus six point seven. Carry, buddy. Eleven eleven receptions does not make a stat line. It's not enough data points to give us. It an made this stat line in fantasy pros. That's all I can tell you. Deion Lewis, ninety one percent catch rate last year. That's insane. Ninety one. That's because of the team rate. he's playing for. Yeah, you're right. It's the whole team related. You don't like yeah. Mary, you don't he's like number Robert. 17. I, w- I will remind you, and we had this conversation, all, it, his entire career average stat line doesn't change regardless of which team he's on because he did play for teams other than New England with quarterbacks other than Tom Brady. He's 4.6 per carry with New England. He's 4.6 per carry with Philadelphia. It doesn't matter the team he's on. He's always produced. Can I get you a stats that, that he produced in Philadelphia? 4.6 yards per carry. Um... Zero games started, 23 rushes, 102 yards. Which means how many rushes per, how many 4. yards? 4.4, 4. okay, one TD. TDs matter in this league? Do they? Uh-huh. I can't hear if you shake your head, Bullfrog. How many did he score last year? That's big backup work, you can't count that shit. Okay, so you're talking about it. Next year in Philadelphia, one rushing TD off of 13 carries. Good job, Deanne. How many did he score last year? Six. Off of how many carries? How many receiving touchdowns? 180. Did he have last year? That's what I'm saying. If there's any year that he produces, last year you're going to buy high on him. You think? Uh, how do you like Demarco Murray? He's a good running back. In his younger days, yes. <laughs> but last year he was uh, started over your so-called uh, Derrick yeah. Henry. Okay. I, I'm there with you. I agree with you. And I, I'm the way out. He's 29 years old. So yeah. I think the I think the point Bullfrog's making here is that the coaching staff has never liked Derrick Henry. They went out and paid a shit ton of money for Deion Lewis after letting Demarco Murray go. You think they're just going to give him think, the reins? Final, finally, I think you're going to say yes. Now you can have it. Your stat last week about there's only really only four running backs that actually count for fifty percent of the touches or, or more than touches, right? Inside the red zone. Inside the red zone, and they were Gordon. It was Hunt. It was Gurley, and. Uh, Beast mode. Beast mode, right? So the fact of the matter is most teams use two running backs now. 
according to my eye test, in my stats, I'm putting Henry above Lewis. You're welcome to. Do we have a bet on this yet? Oh, we got a couple bets on this one. But okay. I mean, Good. if you, you want to get on this defend, bet, Bullfrog? If you want to defend Austin on this one, be my guest. What, you got a problem with Tavon Austin? Yeah. I had a big fucking problem here. <laughs> All it says is, what the fuck are you thinking? All right. I don't have a whole lot to say to defend it because this is the first time in his career he's going to be used as a running back. He's never been used as a running back before. All I know is that as a running back, Tavon Austin is going to come in and he can immediately catch a whole lot better than Ezekiel Elliott. This is the coaching staff that has said, we want to use Tavon Austin to catch the ball, to play the role that we've never had before. That is now a pivotal role in the NFL. That is a pass-catching running back. Ezekiel Elliott himself has come out and said, if we don't use Tavon Austin out of the backfield, we're doing a disservice to our team. I just feel like he's going to come in and play this role that the Cowboys haven't had in a while. The Both of you just said the Cowboys offense is on a downward trend and is going to be bad this year. So why are you buying backup running backs and bad teams? That's, that's what I'm trying to understand here. What I'm saying is I think this was the coaching, staff is, coaching staff's attempt to sort of stem some of that, give Dak Prescott some other options, he did lose all of his receiving <laughs> options in Jason Witten and Des Bryant last year. I think some of the I think the coaching staff recognized last year that Dak Prescott is not a great throwing quarterback. Yeah, accurate. So sign, the signing of Tavon Austin was an attempt by them to give him an outlet that he can use without having to be super accurate down the field. I think Tavon Austin catches a lot more passes than you expect him to this year coming out of the backfield. I think the the team goes Starks trying to use some of the screen game that other teams in the NFL are really successful at right now, and that's not going to be easy for Elliott. I just think there's a lot it, there's a lot trending toward the use of another type of running back in addition to Zeke, and they signed they traded for Tavon Austin to play that role. I agree with that they're going to use him in a manner that he's going to finish in the top thirty six running backs. Bro. Bullfrog, you think Tavon Austin is, good, is going to finish in the top thirty six? Yeah, I, don't, I, I have a hard time believing that due to the fact that I, I doubt most sites will even have him labeled as a running back. Wait, is that how uh, is that is that how we determine how they finish based on what other fantasy Well, sites? you have him as a running back Oh, you're he's saying not that eligible to play running oh, he, back as soon as on the, the site. As, for, as soon as the first depth chart is released, Man, he will be I don't listed think he'll as switch a running, to running back. back. I don't think he won't switch. even be the team won't even list him as running back receiver. He's going to be listed as running back. Yeah. They've said that very clearly from the moment they traded him. He is going to be on our running back depth chart. We will see. Should that change? And will he finish in the top 30? Six. Fuck no. Good job, Bullfrog. Thank you. Once again, poor decision making by the Bullfrog. Well, you know, that's the fun part of fantasy football. We'll see. I probably won't draft Tavon Austin in the top 36. Like I said... Just because this is where I think they'll finish doesn't mean that I'm willing to draft. You were just here. desperate to fill stats. You just didn't know where else to put them. You didn't want to give them to Zeke, so I you did, said, "Fuck, I'll give them to Tavon." You got to expect somebody's going to catch the ball based on what the coaching staff said. Who's going to do it? To me, this was the guy that they signed. They traded for in order to do it. All right, that's our top thirty-six. We talked a lot. It's exhausting. There's three of us now. That's gonna, a mistake. We're going to have to find a way to shorten this, guys. <laughs> well, it's not that bad. It's hour 15. We've uh, gone a lot longer. By uh, that time, we got real drunk and talked for two hours. 
It was fun. Hey, do you guys got anything else you want to say to the audience here? Put your reviews on Yelp. We like Yelp. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show this week. Uh, to all my uh, hometown league guys, hope you uh, take a listen and enjoy. Yeah. Well, that's right. You got new recruits. Yeah, absolutely. You got to bring your people in. I brought my people. From Central Michigan all University, representing the Chippewas, all the, all the boys Fuck from the back in the day. Do you B- claim Antonio Brown is one of your own? Fuck yeah. He yeah, sucks. He's a Chippewa. He, does, he, does he suck? Fucking J.J. Watt. You want me to claim J.J. Watt as a Chippewa? Yeah, I, would, I would claim him for this first what, year or <laughs> yeah. half year. It's good enough. Yeah, it's, like saying Russell, it's like saying Russell Wilson's from NC State, but it's fine. Uh, fuck the Central Michigan Chippewas. Go BG. <laughs> Uh, yeah, write us a review. We got another email this week. You can send your emails to yourfootballfantasy at gmail.com. You can ask us anything you want. Clearly, we'll read it. You got a review? I'll read anything you want me to t- anything you want me to read on the air for a five-star review. So get that done. Otherwise, uh, Bullfrog, we really appreciate you coming on this week. Thanks for having me, guys. Maybe next week you'll have more to say. I felt like you were, you were you a little bit. You guys talk too fucking much. Can't get a word in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm really excited to talk about wide receivers next week. We'll do the same thing we did here. I've got some surprises for you in my top 12. Can't be any worse than these surprises. But uh, we'll get there. Uh, for the time being, I think we got some ping pong to play, or this kid's got a, a sick child, so we I'm should go. I'm for so. a wet dream tonight. That's what I'm hoping <laughs> for. If, if only. All right, guys, fuck off. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Do us a favor by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, like, follow, and share our Facebook page, and leave reviews everywhere to let people know just how much you love us. We'll see you back next week to make more of your fantasies come true.